Welcome to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We are coming to you live to bring you stories of people like you and me who are busting through to their unlimited possibilities. Right about now, you may be asking, what is crust? Crust is what keeps you stuck. It is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to, yep, that's it, Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. Let me adjust my headphones here. And I'm Dr. Pat, and we have... Producer Benny. What a show we have for you today, because I've been telling you that we were going to have a very special show today. Uh, We have with us in the house uh, best-selling author friend of mine, Jack Canfield, and we are going to be talking about his amazing, amazing new book, The Success Principles. We're going to be talking to you about a way that you can uh, get a copy of this book and many, many, many other things to go with it. For those of you that are listening for the first time, let me just say to you, get ready. Get ready to transform yourself for success. We talked about intention for this year, so get ready. Jack Canfield is the creator of the amazing phenomenon, best-selling Chicken Soup for the Soul series. You have seen them everywhere, so I know you know what they are. He has taken everything that he has learned in the 30 years that he has been helping the people on this planet be all that they can be, and he's put it into this amazing book. The book is The Principles, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be, and you know we talk a lot about that. So we are so thrilled that you're here with us today, Jack. Well, I'm thrilled to be here. I'm jumping out of the seat. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Your earphones will fall out. (laughs) That's right, but you know, there we go. I've had that happen to me before. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining the show today. My pleasure. It's really an honor to have you and and I'm and I'm thrilled we had some time to chat before the show. I think I mentioned to you that, uh, you know, you have been somebody that has definitely been a mentor to me in so many ways, although we've not met. And um, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm very grateful for all that you have done for so many people around well, the planet. You. Hey, you know, let's talk about this a little bit. And there's a question that I ask everyone uh, that comes on the show. And you and I were talking about it earlier because here we've got this book. I believe now you're number three. Are you number three? Number on, three on Amazon so at this far moment. today. So and far today. Today is the launch. Yeah, today's really the launch, the launch of the book. Of the it's been book. out about a, a, a week or so. and uh, But today we did this huge internet mailing to about 5 million people. And uh, it jumped uh, from about number 36 up to number three so far. Right. And that's fabulous. It's really a a book that we're going to be talking about today. And I would encourage you all to check it out and we'll give you information on how you can do that. But you and I were talking about how happy we are, how life, we're in the slide and glide of life, aren't we? (laughs) And then this question comes up, you know, wow, okay, but tell me, you know, what are some of the challenges or obstacles that you've had to overcome or turn around to bring you to this very moment? Well, I, I grew up in West Virginia, which has the 48th worst educational system in the country, and uh, so that wasn't a really good start. My mother was an alcoholic. My father was an alcoholic, a workaholic, and abusive, so I had a, that to deal with in my life. Uh, but what happened was I was living in Chicago when I was about 26. I was eating 21-cent dinners, meaning that I was had a can of tomato paste, water, garlic salt, and an 11-cent can of, uh, bag of tomato, of um, spaghetti noodles, and I would pour that over that. That would be my dinner. So that's how poor I was. 
And I met a man named W. Clement Stone, who became my mentor, who literally started teaching me the principles of success. And so today, yes, I'm a multimillionaire. I'm wealthy. I'm famous. I've got books out. We've affected, you know, at least 80 million people because that's how many books have been sold. I have a great staff, a great family, uh, live in a mansion on the ocean, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't always like that. You know, I've had many, many, many difficult times to overcome. But the principles that I teach about in the success principles are the things that one needs, the things you talk about on your show to overcome any obstacle. They are overcomable. Yeah, they're not who we are. And that sometimes can be really tricky for us because we think we are our obstacle, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, we, well, we tend to think we are a lot of things we're not. You know, we're not <laughs> yeah. even our body. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, we, and, and as you get older, as I am, I'm 60 now, and your body starts to change, you have to really radically confront you're not your body. You mm-hmm. know, that who you are is the essential essence, your personality, your mind, your spirit, your pers- you know, your, your feelings and all that is much more clearly who you are. You're just essence. And once we get that and identify with that, then the slide and glide that you talk about becomes easy because we're in the flow of the universe instead of resisting what we are and who we are. Yeah, pushing the boulder uphill. Where did that expression ever come from anyway? Pushing the boulder uphill? Push the boulder uphill. It sounds such a visually painful image. Well, there was this guy named Sisyphus in Greek mythology (laughs) who actually was condemned to push this boulder uphill. And as soon as he got it right to the top, it would roll back down again. Then he'd have to do it over and over for eternity. And I think so many of us, that feels like our lives. You know, the the statistics show that 50% of Americans live in jobs that, you know, work in jobs they don't love. 50% of marriages end in divorce. So a lot of people aren't doing what they want and having what they want. And it feels like pushing a rock uphill. But once you understand the principle, see, I, I say that life is like a combination lock. And if you know the combination, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, young or old, male or female, poor or rich, the, the, it will open for you. Mm-hmm. But most people know maybe two of the three numbers they need. They are missing other numbers. And so you've got to learn what you don't know. That was one of the big principles Stone taught me. If you want to be successful, you have to study success. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that idea because, you know, I, I feel sometimes, you know, I, I have the image of sitting, being in high school. This is always a challenge for me to get that lock, to remember that lock number. Mm-hmm. The you know, the, two, the, two, right? the little twirly lock you got yeah. going on there, click, 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 you know. Yeah. And then the more nervous you get because the bell's going to ring, you keep turning that clicker, and the worse it gets and the worse off track you get. You know what you're reminding me? I have this recurring nightmare that only happens maybe five or six times a year, but I still have it. Here I am, 60 years old, that I'm at school. I can't find my locker. And when I finally find it, I can't remember the combination. And then when I finally get in there, I can't remember what class I have next or where it is or what books I should take. And it's a, it's a standard anxiety dream we all have that we just don't know what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to talk about that. But first, I want to let you you all know that I'm here today with best-selling author, amazing individual, in service of something much greater than himself. And uh, Chicken Soup of the Soul series, he co-created with Mark, uh, Mark Victor Hansen. The book we're talking about is his latest book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. I was so struck I opened the book, and I was so struck by the dedication. I'd like to read it, Mm -hmm. Jack. It says, this book is dedicated to all those courageous men and women who have ever dared to step out of the dominant culture of resignation and mediocrity and endeavor to create the life of their dreams. I honor and salute you. How magnificent is that? Mm. 
Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, the last thing you ever write in a book is the dedication. I could have dedicated it to my mom or my dad or all those kind of things. And I really thought about the, what inspired this book and what's really inspired me all through my life are those courageous people who've just done that. You know, most people don't know this, but when we were writing the first Chicken Soup for the Soul book, we didn't have a title. And so Mark and I, Mark Victor Hansen, my co-author and I, we said, let's meditate and we'll ask, you know, God, our high self for a title. So we close our eyes and each day in our individual homes, we would go inside. And about the third day, I heard, I saw this hand and it kind of wrote on a chalkboard in my mind. I was meditating. It said chicken soup. And I said, well, chicken soup, what does chicken soup have to do with this book? It said, your grandmother gave you chicken soup when you were sick. I said, but this book's not about sick people. It said, no, your culture is sick because everyone's living in resignation. Mm -hmm. They've resigned themselves to the lives they have, even though they're not happy. And so they're spending their time numbing themselves out with alcohol and sex and work and television and so forth. They're not really pursuing their passions. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that's really the most courageous act you can do in, in, in North America is to simply pursue your dream, follow your heart, pursue your passion. Well, let's talk about that because right out of the gate in the book, you know, gave me a big eye opener. First chapter coming out of the book, take 100% responsibility for your life. Not (laughs) (laughs) 99.9. You know what I'm saying? It's not that one time I get to blame Benny for something that's not going on. We're not going to do that. It's 100%. That's right. Yeah, I met uh, my mentor, W. Clement Stone, who I mentioned when I was in my 20s. And that was the first question he asked me when he hired me at an intake interview. He asked me three questions that day. And the first one was, uh, do you take 100% responsibility for your life? And I said, I think so. And he said, that's not an answer, son. It's a yes or no question. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, then I don't even know what the question means. He said, have you ever blamed anybody for anything? I said, sure. I blamed the government. I blamed the president. I blamed the economy. I blamed the weather. Blamed my mother. He said, have you ever complained about anything? I said, of course I've complained about stuff. He said, complaining means that you have a reference point of something you prefer that you don't have that you're not willing to risk creating. So you'd rather complain to someone else who can't do anything about it than go do what's necessary to produce what it is you want. And have you ever noticed that people complain to the wrong person? Let's say I was married to you, Pat, and mm-hmm. you're not happy with our relationship. Right. And you go to work and you complain to Benny about me. Now, right. Benny, Benny can't do anything about me. I'm the only one that can do something about me. But you don't tell me because that would be scary. That would be risky. And so most people tell everyone but the person that can do something about it. And they think complaining is a strategy. It doesn't get you anything. You're still stuck. So you have to take... responsibility, quit blaming, quit complaining, quit making excuses, and then start doing the things that will get you what it is you say you want. Well, the other thing you talk about, and I want to talk a little bit about this so that your folks that are listening, we're talking about Jack Canfield's new book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. And the book is broken down into several parts, Mm -hmm. and I love the flow of this. Thank you. Because... You know, as much as I go out and I read and I'm studying, I really appreciated being brought back to what you call the fundamentals of success. I don't know that you can get to the other stuff that you're talking about in the book without going back to these. That's right. Tell me about this. Uh, How did you come to formulate this, the flow of this book? And why was it so important to get back to the fundamentals of success? Well, it's like anything. If you can't play football, if you don't know how to block and tackle, those are the key things. And I think in life, you have to know what are the basic building blocks if you're going to be successful. And so 
when I first outlined this book, I had 114 principles. I sat in my bed with my word processor and I listed everything I've ever done and used that's made me successful. But then I realized there were way too many and I started to think, well, what's really critical? What do you have to have? And these are the 25 or 24 fundamentals. And, you know, if you're taking 100% responsibility for your life, if you're clear about your life purpose, Mm -hmm. if you decide exactly what you want, most people never decide what they want. You know, they sit around and they, I always tell people, if you don't have goals, you're going to end up working for and being used by people who do. And so you got to get clear about what you want in life. There's a paper and pencil test that, you know, I have in the book, not test, but forms you can fill out to get clear. And then you have to believe it's possible. In other words, if I was going to run a seminar tonight at seven o'clock for a hundred dollars and I say, I'm going to teach you to levitate, I'll teach you how to float. No one would sign up. Why not? They don't think it's possible. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to spend time doing what's not possible. So I give a lot of examples of things that, you know, a guy with one finger on one hand and a finger and a thumb on the left hand and his left leg was amputated from the knee down when he was 11, a man named Roger Crawford, who went on to become a high school football star. He became a tennis champion. How do you hold a tennis racket with one finger? Well, he used to duct tape the racket to his arm. That's how committed he was. Eventually, Wilson came out with a graphite racket where he could put his finger in a little groove right at Uh the head of the racket. Back. He became captain of his high school team, got a full tennis scholarship to Loyola Marymount College and became captain of that team, played in the doubles champions, NCAA, against John McEnroe. So, I mean, this is a kid who, when he did it, and I read about him, I said, my God, if he can do that, what am I complaining about? Mm-hmm. That I, it made it possible for me. And um, so, you know, we could just go through these principles What a principles great story. Forever. Yeah, well. Oh, it's fabulous. And you have, I want to say, there are so many stories like that in here, Jack. This is every page I turned in this book. And I read my bo- the books of uh, the folks that come on. Mm-hmm. Because I love the people that come on the show. Right. I mean, I, I mean, what a job, eh? You know, reading these books is, is a gift from the universe. Mm-hmm. And in reading the books, there are so many stories that just touch uh, touched me at a very uh, heartfelt level, and mm-hmm. yet at the same time, really want. I felt like I need to take action, right. get back to the basics of what the dream is about. Right. Well, really, that's my life purpose, if I, as I stated in the book, is to inspire and empower people to live their highest dreams in a context of love and joy. And what happens is that inspiration's not enough. The chicken soup books are inspiring, mm-hmm. but they're not enough. In other words, I say you have to have inspiration, information, motivation, and perspiration. Yes. <laughs> which means that I need to be inspired so I know it's possible, but I also need the information of how to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why this book goes beyond the chicken soup books. In addition to the inspiring stories, we've got these 64 very practical strategies that tell you exactly how to go about it. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask you about in the in the book um, and, you know, and, and, and there, there are so many things, because like you said, we could spend a lot of time in going through the book and looking at everything in here. But, you know, you talk about, uh, becoming, it's not something I've ever heard before. And I'd like you to mention, uh, talk mm-hmm. about becoming an inverse paranoid. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a, a, I thought it was so cool. Yeah, it is cool. This is a principle I learned from W. Clement Stone, again, my mentor when I was in my 20s, and we called him an inverse paranoid because he literally believed the world was plotting to do him good. You know, most of us think of paranoids as someone who thinks that everyone's out to get him. Yeah. Well, he believed everyone was out to get him, but it was good stuff. And uh, he literally coined the phrase, if life hands you a lemon, squeeze it and make lemonade. There you go. And he was a partner with Napoleon Hill, who was the great uh, writer of the book Think and Grow Rich back in the 30s. Mm -hmm. And... He literally taught me that no matter what's going on, 
always look and say, well, what can I do with this? What's the benefit? What's the opportunity that's here? And I've had many things in my life. Like I lost a job. I was teaching in a job core center in Iowa. It was a great job. I was doing great work with these kids who dropped out of school, teaching them how to be successful. And then the government came along and closed the job core center. And I was like without a job and Mm -hmm. I was feeling pretty down and pretty like miserable, you know, and this is not fair and you know, that whole thing and blaming the government. And then I went and I took a workshop in Chicago with this man, W. Clement Stone. Mm -hmm. And uh, he asked me what I was doing. I told him I just lost my job. And he said, well, we need a guy like you. And so they hired me in his foundation to start teaching this stuff in the inner city schools at twice my salary, what I was getting before. He said, I'll give you an unlimited budget. I'll give you an unlimited budget to go out and to take any workshop you want. So I took 38 weekend workshops that year. I flew all over the country. And um, it was there that I learned all these principles that I now teach. So the, if you look back, listeners, think about this. You look back over your life. You look at everything you thought was a big tragedy. It might have been a divorce. It might have been you had to move. It might have been, you know, you got kicked out of school. Who knows? It always turned into something better. Yeah. But we can't see it at the time. But if you live to be long, you know, as old as I am, you begin to realize, well, now I'm just going to look for the good because I know it's always there. Yeah, it, it really. That, I love what you just said. If once we get the notion that something's happening mm-hmm. that doesn't feel exactly good in the moment, if we get the idea that there's a there's a nugget in there, right, and look for it, it shows up, doesn't it? Yes, I have a a poster over my computer that says, "What's the opportunity that this is?" So no matter what happens, they say, you know, your house just fell into the ocean. Well, go, what's the opportunity that this is? Well, we get to find a new house. We get to build a new art collection. You know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. see it as an opportunity, not as a problem. And that's really, you know, in this day and time where I think folks are just really all over the downness of life, you know? I mean, there's this, you know, uh, sort of a new story about the downness of life and how things are taking a turn for the worse and the drama of it. Um, you know, that is a choice that we make. And you talk about this very clearly in the book, not just in one section, but this is a theme, I think, throughout the book, Jack. Tell me if I'm wrong. But it's this idea that we get to choose every step of the way, every emotion, every thought, every action to pave the path. That's right. There's a formula I teach in the book called E plus R equals O, and that stands for the events of your life plus how you respond to them equal the outcomes you get. And when I was a therapist and a trainer, people would come in, they complain about their weight, their children not talking to them, their spouse not feeling close to them, not having any money. Those are all outcomes. If I give you a thousand dollars and you go and you buy a new dress with it, well, the outcome a few years later is you're broke. Mm-hmm. If I give you a thousand dollars and you put half of it in savings and investments and then go spend the other five hundred, the outcome is you're building wealth. Mm-hmm. And so it was a choice you made. It wasn't the economy. It wasn't the thousand dollars. It was what you did with it. Mm-hmm. If I put a cake in front of you and you eat it, that's a choice. Put a cake in front of you and you say, no, I'm not going to do that. So you have choice over your behavior, your thoughts and your feelings at all times, because mm-hmm. I can always change my thought. I'm down in um, Los Angeles when the Northridge earthquake happened in 1994. I'm mm-hmm. living there. And our house pretty much shook off its foundation. And when we finally got electricity back a couple of days later, which we didn't have for two days, I turned on CNN because I want to see what's happening all over. And uh, they were knocking on these doors of cars that were coming in from Palmdale, which is a suburb of uh, L.A., mm-hmm. where this interchange had fallen down. Now everyone's taking surface streets. What used to be an hour commute was now three, four hours. And they knocked on one person's car and said, how you doing in there? 
oh, I hate this. This is really terrible. California is the worst thing. First the fires, now the floods, now we got earthquakes, and I got to be four hours to get to my stupid job. This really, you know, he was going on and on, really upset. Then he knocked on the next car window. He said, how you doing in there? And he put the camera and the mic in. He says, I'm fine. He says, wait, you're stuck in traffic for four hours. How can you be fine? He says, well, I left for work four hours early. I don't think my boss can ask more than that. He said, I've got my Spanish tapes in here that I'm listening to, so I'm learning Spanish. I got radio stations I can listen to if I want. I got music to play. I got books to read. I got a thermos full of coffee, and I got sandwiches if I get hungry. <laughs> so I'm covered. Now, if the earthquake, the E and the E plus R equals O formula were the cause, everyone would be upset. But this guy was happy. Why? He was happy because he chose a different response to the event, and he made himself happy. Mm -hmm. And that is so important in life. And we get to do that in a nanosecond. You know, Jack, it's one thing that's really clear to me about the book in relation to choice. And you go on, and let me just let everyone know, I'm here with Jack Canfield right now. We're talking about his brand new book great book, uh, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. If you're listening online, or even if you're not, you may want to take down this uh, uh, internet address, because this is how you can get a copy of this book and tap in to more than $3,000 in gifts that are waiting for you. Just go to www.jackcanfieldtrainings.com backslash book and we'll be talking about that throughout the hour so you know how you can get a copy of this book uh, get uplifted and inspired to take action about your life what you want to do get clear get rid of the cross do it all and participate in many many other teachings from just an amazing team of people that you gathered to do this one of them is our friend mary foley bodacious woman yes you know, Jack, what I want to get back to is about this notion of changing, taking a lifetime. That's not the sense I get from the book. No, change doesn't take a lifetime. I mean, it might take you a few years to become a millionaire. I mean, I have one friend, Harv Ecker, who's very popular up yeah. here, who runs the Money and the Millionaire Mindset workshops and so forth. He literally went from zero to millionaire in two years. Yeah. So that's totally possible. You know, and I did the same thing when I decided to, to make money. Mm -hmm. wasn't always what motivated me, but one year I said, let's just see if we, this works about making money. <laughs> and it did. But the key is that you can change overnight what you do. In other words, a friend of mine wrote a book, uh, You Can Change Your Life in 24 Hours. And what she was saying is, in 24 hours, you can stop eating food that's not good for you. You can start getting enough sleep. You can start drinking more water. You can start exercising. You can start appreciating people. You can start setting goals. You can visualize your goals. You can stop blaming and complaining. I mean, that's a decision you can make while you're listening to this radio program. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to replace it with this kind of behavior. And once you make that decision, then you have to keep redeciding until it becomes a habit. And my experience is about takes about 13 weeks, mm -hmm. about a quarter of a year. What I teach people is put four new habits a year into your lifestyle, whether that's exercise or it's a work habit or it's something like, you know, answering your phone calls within 24 hours, which is a good business practice. Um, you know, plan your night, the day, plan your day the night before. So mm -hmm. before I go to sleep, if I outline what I want to accomplish tomorrow, then my unconscious spends all night long thinking about it. I wake up, I've got solutions to problems. But if I spend my night right before I go to bed watching the negative news, you know, then what happens? I'm, I'm, re I'm thinking about rapes and fires and the war and the tsunami and yeah. so forth. And that's what I'm going to wake up with, you know, with all this chaos in my life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is a choice as well. You, we can decide what we're going to go to bed thinking about for yeah. sure. I mean, it, that's a huge choice. Well, research shows that what you think about and what you visualize and talk about and hear, et cetera, the last 45 minutes before you go to sleep, your unconscious plays with six times more during the night than everything else. 
So again, negative news, isn't it? You don't want to go to bed after watching Friday the 13th, part mm-hmm. seven. You don't want to do it you know, after you've had a fight with your kids. Uh, why did we used to read kids bedtime stories that were uplifting, you yeah. know, where kids, where things overcame obstacles and there were great you know, qualities and characteristics because we knew at some subconscious level that that really impacted them. Now our research shows only 20% of ch- people read their children bedtime stories. You know, you talk about relationships in the book, and um, in the last couple of minutes we have, I want to ask you, how important it is, is it to build a really solid success team? Nobody ever got successful without a team. I mean, here we are in a studio with a producer, and there's all engineers and all kinds of people. You can't do it alone. And so what happens is you've got to build a team in your life, and whatever your career is, but you've got to have a lawyer and a doctor and an accountant, um, you know, friends that can support you, mentors, coaches. I have four coaches who work with me. Mm. One of them taught me, he said, look, you're watching how much television today? I said, three hours, I think. He said, well, I want you to cut out one. I said, well, what do I get then? He said, you get 365 additional hours a year to accomplish something meaningful. Success is the result of consistent discipline of little things over time. Mm. And so he said, what I want you to do with that time is you can read books. You can learn a language. You can learn how to use the computer better, whatever. So I chose read books. I read a book a day. Originally, I was reading a book a week. If you read a book a week, Pat, you're going to read 52 books a year. That's going to put you in the top 1% of your field. In 10 years, you'll have read 520 books. And we're talking about books like on money, psychology, uh, relationships, health, spirituality. And most of us are just ignorant. We didn't get taught this stuff in school. No one taught us to set goals. No one taught us how to visualize our goals and dreams. No one taught us how to communicate and ask for what we want effectively. We have to learn those things now. And we're responsible. No one's going to do it for us. Yeah. I mean, I love doing this show because I think I mentioned to you outside that I do read every book uh, that comes across my desk, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, of people that I have on the show. And it has been the most profound experience for me. I hadn't hadn't thought about it the way you just talked about it, because I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's I love it. And people say, wow, you're reading that much. And it's like, well, I guess I am. But you know what? I really love it. And I didn't read. I mean, you talk about imagination. Growing up as a, as a kid, if you had a big dream and imagination, they sent you they sent you off to the psychiatrist. That's right. What you are know, you, to nuts? check, what are you, crazy? Uh-huh. Nine years old, what do you want to do? That's impossible. But now what you teach and what this book is is doing for all of us is giving us some very, very practical principles that we absolutely must be disciplined to implement. That's the key, isn't it? Really, I call them the disciplines of success. And if you do these things every day, you're going to get successful. I mean, you can't go out and run six miles a day every day of your life and not get healthier. You can't eat better and not get healthier. You can't use these principles in the workplace and not get more successful and get wealthier. It just is not possible. Well, and then, of course, you talk about success and money. You're certainly not going to attract any money. If you... <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, most of us have negative beliefs about money. We think, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Uh, it's easier for a rich man or, you know, to get into heaven or I forget how that goes, but easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. And you go, wow, I want to get into heaven. I better not get rich. Yeah, you know, yeah. Money's the root of all evil. You know, you can't make more money than your dad or he won't like you. And so mm-hmm. we've got all these subconscious beliefs that are stopping us. And what I found is if we can identify those beliefs and replace them with positive beliefs, then life 
life gets really rich. And the other thing, uh, say, since you mentioned money, this is really scary. The average American retires with only $25,000 net worth. Now, that means if you worked for 40 years at 25000 a year, you'd have a million dollars go through your hands. And to end up with only $25,000? Mm. So what I teach, and I know you know, and a lot of people teach this, You've got to take 20% of every dollar you earn and pay yourself first and put that money into savings. Eventually, you can buy real estate and mutual funds and all that. And the, the stock market has historically doubled every seven years. I bought a house in Santa Barbara 10 years ago. It's doubled in its value. Mm. And so, you know... We've got to get assets if we're going to play in a capitalistic society. You can only do that by saving. And so we have to pare down what we spend, increase our savings, then we build assets, then you get rich. Anybody can be rich in this culture. If you can't get rich in America, you may as well kill yourself. There you go. You know, in closing, I know you've gone up, you're have gone. you running off. You're very busy uh, here. We're very grateful to have you well, in you. the Seattle area. I want to mention that you will be tonight at the Unity of Bellevue. Uh, and you're going to be there for um, a lecture and book signing. Yeah, I'm going to do about an hour and a half to talk, and then I'm going to sign books. Yeah, and, and look, folks, if you want to find out more about that, you can call over there, 425-747-5950, and I'm going to give that number out uh, in the second half of the show and tell you all about the book and how you can get a copy of it. We'll, we'll get you all that information. In closing, Jack, I would like to ask you, in this year coming up for people, this book, what is the message you would like to leave folks with, our listeners? We have fabulous listeners, by the way. I think the message is this. If I can do it, you can do it. I grew up in West Virginia. I'm, I graduated in the half of the class that made the top half possible. You know, it's like I'm, I'm, I don't have a huge IQ. I just had a will. And I interviewed an Olympic athlete who said to me, I wasn't a big shot. I was just a little shot who kept on shooting. So the main thing is never, ever, ever give up. Know that you have everything in you to achieve your dream or you wouldn't have been allowed to even think the dream. And uh, reach out. Get the resources you need. My book's one, but there's many of others. You've all the people you have on your show, and do whatever it takes. Find the friends to support you. Create a success club, whatever you need to do, and just go for your dreams. Because if you do, you're going to reach them. Mm, thank you so much, Jack, for joining us. We've been here with Jack Canfield. We're going to talk more about the book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Don't forget, tonight, welcome to Unity of Bellevue with Jack Canfield. Go there tonight, 6 to 8, and uh, experience this unbelievable, uh, inspiring message from Jack Canfield, best-selling author. Thank you so much, Jack. My pleasure, And we'll Penn. be talking to you again on Voice America. Good. I look All forward right. to it. Thank you. Let's take a short break, Benny. When we come back, we'll talk more about the book and more information about how folks can get it. We'll be right back. Shame. 
But baby, you know what? <laughs> I am beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can bring you down. Oh no. Ooh, that was a good one. I am beautiful, single way. Sing it with me, Benny. I don't know the words. bring you down. Come on. Come on, you know this. No. Don't you bring me down today. <laughs> yeah, baby. We need to get some rights to play that line. I'm telling you, we got to get the rights. You know, I'll have to bleep it out when I get the CD. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We have just finished talking to amazing individual. What a gift he is on this planet to everyone. Jack Canfield, we've been talking about his book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Now, let me give you a little bit of information about um, what I, I alluded to in the first uh, first half of the show. Uh, this is an important message, and we were really, really honored to be able to help launch this book. And so we have been invited to do that. And what I want to say is that my good friend Jack, um, you know, of course, you know him as the co-creator of Chicken Soup of the Souls book series. This is a guide, this book, for those of us that want to become more successful in our lives. And um, I think that the easiest way for me to let you know about it is for you to go to Jack's site and uh, you will see all the information there, information there on how you can uh, get a copy of the book. The way to do that, if you have a pen and you're listening, go to www.jackcanfieldtrainings. Let me spell it. That's Jack Canfield, C-A-N-F-I-E-L-D trainings.com slash book. It, all the details will be there. This book, by the way, is not $39. It's not $40. It's not, you know, $29. This book, Jack is selling for under $20. Imagine this. That's, it, it's incredible to me because that's what it's about for him. It's about bringing this message out into the world. Um Amazing story, isn't it? Absolutely. Isn't, it is. isn't, it's mm-hmm. incredible. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm reminded that, uh, you know, as we set forth our intention for crust busting this year, um, that uh, we're going to use this book as the guiding principles that we use to create the vision. Jack and I had something in common, and he talks about it in the book. Well, we actually have a couple things in common. We kind of come from the same kind of family. But one of the things he did, and I didn't know this before I looked at the book, was uh, he and Mark Victor Hansen, who uh, we'll also be interviewing, um, what they did when they were sitting down getting ready to do the Chicken Soup of the Soul series together is they set an intention. And so the intention that they set was to sell a million point five copies of the book. And so they sat down the intention. What they decided to do was to write on the back of their card, on the back of their business card, that intention. As a matter of fact, Jack showed me on the back of his business card, he writes his intention. Well, I whipped out my crust busting card and I said, let me show you what we did last year. We set the intention uh, for crust busting that we wanted to reach a million people this year. 
And this was before we had even set up uh, our show on KKNW. And I said, you know, what we did is we took this intention and this goal and put it on the back of the card. We actually typed it on the card. So this card, you know, every time we hand out a card, whether I hand it out or Donna or Sheila or the people that work with me hand out their cards, this, this intention is on the back. So Jack said that's what he's going to do for his card. What do you think? Good plan. Your throat's kind of bothering you a little bit, isn't it? <coughs> Told you to take care of it yesterday. I'm all choked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to sing the Christina Aguilera notes. I think it was. You know, what did you think about his what he was saying? Well, I appreciate what he had to say as far as, you know, anybody can do anything they want as long as they put your mind to it. Like, he became a millionaire within a year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he knew he wanted to, and he made that happen. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen for him right away. No. But as long as he had the preconceived notion that he was going to do it, he made it happen. Yeah. He set the intention and made right. it happen. Exactly. Or me, like, you know, when I was first going through school, I didn't know what I was going to do. Finally, I got the mindset of, uh, you know, going into radio and I started making it happen. I went to a community mm-hmm. college, did some little broadcasting classes, and then I made it happen. I went to a big school, went to WSU, got a communications degree, Edward R. Murrow School of Communication, got, you know, got my degree, finished up school, came right to Sandusky here and... Away I go. I'm producing your show. There we go. So, I mean, you know, it takes baby steps. And if someone who is in such a rush to get through, you know, life, you know, on the big wave, you know, a big, you know, I don't know. Well, I guess on how what I'm trying to compare this to is, you know, you got to ride the little waves out, you know, and then you get that big wave. Yeah, you get that big wave. But if you take a big wave right away, you're going to come crashing down really soon. Well, you got to take the steps. Let's hear from our listeners. Mm hmm. Anybody out there got uh, want to join in the conversation here? Tell us uh, where you are, what you think, what your intention is, uh, whether you've got a copy of the book, whether you're going to get a copy of the book, anything that we can do to pass on to Jack, any questions you have. If you have questions, this would be the time to ask him. I'll be interviewing Jack again next week, and that interview will air on my Voice America show. So if you have questions that you'd like for me to take forward and ask him, uh, we'd, we'd be thrilled to get them uh, from you and also to hear, uh, you know, your thoughts on what we were talking about. So the number here is 425-373-5527, local and long distance number here at AM 1150, KKNW. That's 425-373-5527 or toll free west of the Cascades. We'll fit the bill. It's toll free, one 298 Put that in your speed dial, one 298-5569. Speed dial number one. Next to number two, that's mom. Right. And if you're plugged into the internet, you can also send an email right now because I'm plugged in. Send an email to me at live at crustbusting.com. I'm so plugged in. Hey, Annette, what'd you think? I loved it. I love it. I love the concept. I took some notes in there on about um, when I was in the other room. I took notes on um, some of the things that he was saying, and I... So know that about the intention part, just really having that idea in your mind and and moving forward with it and getting to choose anything that's going on in the moment. Change your mind. Yeah. You know what I love? This whole thing about responsibility. And, you know, we, we hear a lot about it. But what jumped up out of the book at me, like the first chapter, is take 100%. You right. know what I mean? There's no wiggle room in that. No. There's no, 
my mother did it to me or, you know, my brother ruined my Thanksgiving or, you know, I got fired <laughs> because my lousy boss that I had or, you know, there's no wiggle room in 100 percent. No, None. there isn't. And I am, I remember when I first heard that um, about five years ago about taking responsibility for everything. I'd heard it before, but it didn't make sense to me. And so taking 100 response bit responsible, it's like, well, what do you mean I can't blame my mom because she blah, blah, blah. You know, right. or my brother that he, you know, tried to drown me when I was a kid. I mean, you know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I had a sister that tried to do that with me. Well, see, and this is my story about it. It's probably wasn't even in his, it probably is not his story, but no. that's, you know, what right. I perceived. But it's like, what was within me mm-hmm. to, to even, and so I carried that the, all these years. Okay, so now the great thing is, is that now I will take oh, this is bothering me. There's something going on. My emotions are high. And then I'll go, okay, so what is it within me that is asking to be looked at mm-hmm. and received and, and loved? What part of me needs to be loved more? So, mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you want to visit uh, with Jack uh, later on this evening, well, first of all, he's going to be on Northwest afternoon. And then he's also going to be uh, at the Unity of Bellevue. And if you want more information about that, you can go to www.unityofbellevue.org and you could uh, see the announcement. That's going to be from 6 to 8 tonight. I think there's a $5 fee for that. $5. You're, you're ne- rarely going to get in to see Jack. Yeah. So this all, is all you got to do is skip out on coffee one this, morning, and there the, you go. Yeah, that's one of those super-sized lattes with the whipped cream and the cherry. <laughs> Did you, I just pulled up his website when I was in the other room, too, and um, that offer is only good for 24 hours if you pulled up his website. Right. you got to get the book yeah. now. Yep. Yeah. You got to go in and get the book now. The offer is good for 24 hours. And the offer that I'm talking about is if you go to that website, www, you went to Jack Canfield. Yes. Dot uh, com. Trainings. Trainings. Oh, you went to the thing. Okay. www.jackcanfieldtrainings.com slash book. And if you, you can buy the book right there and what you will get is more than 3,000 gifts. Now, you're saying, well, what are they, what's up with the gifts? What, what do they look like? I'll tell you what they look like um, because I paid attention to this. I always pay attention before I, you know, bring you people do. on. I got to make sure it's going to be worth it, you know, the, our while. Yeah, for there's folks. some great bonuses there. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you know, you get uh, information from people. For example, you get, like, I think a video from Deepak Chopra, Pieces the Way. You get questions uh, and p- PDFs and instructions and chapters of books, and uh, you get a profit sheet. You get uh, simple, Simplify Your Life from Brian Tracy and Ken Blank. Blanchard, leverage your best. I mean, these are some of the folks that are in here. You know, you got Joe Vitale. You, you know, you, you can take a look at Donald uh, Mitchell, who wrote to the 2000% solution. On and on and on, the stuff that you'll be able to get by going in here and uh, taking, um, you know, taking advantage of this really special gift. We have a caller, Benny. We do. All right, we let's have do it. Sandra on the line waiting for us. Hi, Sandra. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Hi. What'd you think? Oh, well, Jack Canfield is fabulous. You're fabulous. Thank you for sending the email out because that's how I knew it was on. Oh, great. So that was really, that's a wonderful service that you do. Well, let's, you know what? I never announced that. And maybe I should say that for our listeners, um, if you go to www.crustbusting.com, you'll be able to sign up, right? I think I asked for people to put their email in there so that you can get the weekly newsletter to see what's going on with Crustbusting and also the, the guests. Thank you for bringing that up. I should mm-hmm. mention that more. 
It was. It's really. It's a good service. I don't get you in the house very well, so I have it on full blast on the little tiny AM radio, going, <laughs> and you're worth it. <laughs> but I don't do that every day. <laughs> so you're my car show normally. Well, I'm your car show. I love being a everybody's car show. Car show. <laughs> That's a great. So, what did you think of the, you know, his new book? Are you going to get the book? I am so delighted. I was in a workshop where he did a day of the training in 1992, and he's the most amazing person at really helping you get self acceptance and also perception. So, um, I'm thrilled that he has a book out. Yeah, uh, this book, I love this book. It's been really inspirational for me to take a look at it because it really got the juices flowing for my book, you know, to really get it finished and uh, to kind of create the, you know, the, the kind of energy that he is, has created from the many things that he's done. And at the same time, I'm going to get a copy of this book for every one of my crust busting team. Uh, so that they can follow this and we can use the principles as we take crust busting to the new level in 2005, which is Thrive in Five. Yes. All right. Now, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I don't know if you, you know who you're talking to, but I spent a very small amount of time with you, and you gave me a couple key pieces, and my business just took off from there. And when I remember, oh, yeah, Dr. Pat said, <laughs> it, thinks, it breaks up the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. Well, tell us a little bit about your business. I'm a photographer. See, I knew exactly who you were. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I called Dr. Pat when I was scared about a shoot because they called and asked for professional. And that, that title kind of made me nervous. And, and we did a little work on the radio and then a little work in person. And it just it just broke down all the barriers people started calling for weddings you know i just booked everything and i didn't have any problem saying yeah here i am and this is what i do and i do it well yeah and i'm a professional (laughs) yes yes absolutely you are well thank you and that has really taken off hasn't it it has and it's it's one i'm in i've chosen a business where you just keep on keeping on you keep looking for business and that's what you do and so you have to always keep that in mm-hmm. your mind so as you move forward and, and go out and, and plant more seeds. Well, I'm going to be calling you because we're going to, part of what we have on our little uh, mind map here is uh, a new photo shoot and, you know, to get some photographs done. And uh, I know who to call. Oh, well, thank you. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be great fun. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, one of the settings is me with a jackhammer and a hard hat. So we'll I've have thought to of that out. the whole yes. time. <laughs> hey, I've got some hard hats for you. Do you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we put a little crust-busting thing on it? Oh, yeah. We'll have to do something like that. All right. So you look for the site now, Sandra, okay? I sure will. All right. And then we'll be good to go. Now, all we need is one of our listeners to come up with a jackhammer, and we're, that's it. We're done. There you go. Just find a work site and bust our way in. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for calling. And thank you. And much success. Thrive in five, okay? I'm with you. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Everybody here into thriving in uh, 05? What do you think, Benny? What's your big goal, dude? What's your big goal for five? Hmm. Okay. I haven't really set an actual big, big goal. All right. I'm going to check in with you next week. Okay. I've had little goals. You know, losing a few pounds here, doing the the usual, I think, mo- you know, modern day American yeah. type thing. You know, maybe cut back on coffee or something like that. Not that I'm I'm doing that, but just mm-hmm. little things. Yeah. Maybe get a house by the end of the year. All right. That's well, a big you one. You know what? I got to get you a copy of the book. <laughs> That's it's got We got to get I'd you a copy one. of the book. I'd love one. Yeah, because b- basically the bottom line is, remember you set the big goal for the motorcycle and you got it. Yes, I did. We got to get the stretch goals. How about you? 
Um, I Annette. wanted ease, or my intention um, to, for thriving is just really move into that place of ease and therefore living in harmony. Because I have a tendency in some areas of my life to make things hard, and they don't have to be hard. No. No. We talked about that. But what do you want? What do I want? That's what I want. Mm-hmm. You mean uh, as a material possession? Yeah. Because that's as a material possession. I, you know, Pat, in this moment, I feel so fulfilled by spirit that there isn't anything that I can actually say in this moment that I actually want. I'm going to check back in with you in a week. Okay, so I need to be thinking about something I want. I'll check back in with you in a week. We're going to have to brainstorm this one out. Yeah. We'll we'll check back in with you. Okay, Pat, what do you want? Oh, I got a whole map. Where's the paper? (laughs) We don't, have that, much, some, we don't have that much long on the show, what Pat, for you to read you know all that. That's the thing. That's the, the rough draft of the crust-busting uh, mind map. Annette, she also had a little bit of a vacay to probably do this and a plane ride to and from <laughs> the East Coast. That's right. We didn't. <laughs> so that's probably why she's a little bit more prepared than we are. Well, I, let me, I can sum it up in a nutshell. I, and it's very, it, for me, it's, Jack and I talked about it earlier. I mean, you know, I'm a very visual person. I have a dream. My problem is when I don't update my dream. So what I've got to do is I've got to step forth and update my dream. I've got to change my you know wheel of good that I have on my wall and I've got to get it to reflect where we are for this year so for us around crust busting and thriving in 05 it's about finishing the book finishing the materials getting them available for people we have a goal to sell a million copies of the book uh, and the associated materials for this year. That was a scary goal, but I sat down in my angel meeting the other day, and that's what came up. Mm-hmm. It came up, oh, your goal is to sell, and then all of a sudden, I, oh, I, Jack talks about this in a book, all of a sudden I went to this place of discounting it. Well, why is that any different than sitting here a year ago, not even having this radio show, having my Little Voice America show with about 10 people listening and thinking that I want to reach a million people? Right. That's no different. And it's in the belief. It's the belief that will get you there. So this is what we're doing. We're Rosemary Broccoli, just talk to her. We're doing TV. We're going to be doing the first Tuesday of every month. We're going to be right on Rosemary's show. Trust busting right there. On with the, the jackhammer and with the, the hard hat. <laughs> exactly. We have the Crust Busting um, Institute, which we're launching. The website will be up in two weeks. Uh, we'll be offering CDs of the show. You're going to work on editing the CDs and yes. getting those so that we can offer some of these fabulous interviews we've had with people. We'll have classes and retreats, seminars. We'll have weekend getaway retreats, prosperity, hopefully at Sleeping Lady. Um, we'll have teleseminars, team coaching, one-on-one coaching, uh, all sorts of fabulous things. Uh, everybody's, you know, put their creative energy into this, and it's wonderful. Well, um, so I get now what she wants from us, Benny. What's that? <laughs> because I, here's the thing, that, that ease and harmony thing, because you know I'm in school. Yeah. And so I've been making that hard. So what it look, what I'm, so what I'm setting for that too is for that part of my life to go, f- oh. to flow, to oh. open up so that I can have fun. Yeah. And, um, and so I could be more specific, just like what I heard you say. So. It's a good thing to be yeah. specific or else the universe will fill in the blanks for you, boy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I do know. Yep, and, you know, you want to really, Jack says in the book, ask, ask, ask. Ask for what you want, 
and thrive in 05. And that's what we're doing. We have a powerhouse lineup for you. You'll be hearing more about some of the other guests we have coming to fill the month of January. Tomorrow, get ready. Carolyn Sutherland, internationally recognized medical intuitive lecturer, workshop leader, and author of 15 uh, books and audio programs. She is also in town, as you've heard from the promotion. She'll be here, I think, what is it, the 19th, 20th, and 21st, and... Uh, the 22nd. 22nd. So Tuesday through day, Saturday. T- full yep. day deal with Carolyn Sutherland. Mm-hmm. This is an amazing month and just the first of the rest of 2005. Take today recreate your life, get rid of the stuff that no longer serves you, and remember to practice the success principles to get you from where you are to where you want to be and get this book, Jack Canfield's book. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. I said I tried to swim again.